about to be a completely unreliable asshole. Hello, Tim. Hello, Ryan. And hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 43 of Dismembering Horror, the podcast show where, well, myself, Ryan McDuffie. And myself, Tim Aslan. That's right, folks. Well, we're here to talk about, we're here to dismember horror. We're going to talk about what worked for us. What didn't work for us. And anything we found interesting or noteworthy about, well, a horror film that we've been wanting to see that we hope is going to have some sort of redeeming value that you wanted us to watch. Uh, well, and horror we find is always worth giving that extra, hey, what, what was going on there? Something about exploring, exploring what we aren't to explore, you know, the dark side of the coin, Mm. so to speak, though. I don't think that's ever been said. Not a term, but yeah, (laughs) I like it. Yeah, that's what we're doing here. We hope to dig some fun stuff up and have a fun time talking about it. We hope you've watched the film we're talking about or have seen it so then you can join us in cataloging it in your brain however you want to catalog it. (laughs) But um, mm. just in case you haven't, then, hey, you're welcome nonetheless. Thanks for being here. In this very small room. <laughs> <laughs> you're in here with us. Mm. You're, us you're, you're with us now for episode 43. We made it. Wow. And I'm excited to talk about today's film, Tim. Oh, my God. It's like, uh, well, it's one of those early 90s, that, <laughs> uh, one of those films that could only be made when it was made. And I, I, I kind of got a, truth? I kind of got a, a soft spot for them. You'll, uh, you'll learn. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, you will. Uh huh. So should we play the trailer for today's? Film? Well, there's the. I, I guess I meant to ask you real quick. This is now. I've been busy watching Godzilla films. That's kind of mm-hmm. all I've been watching. Yes. And I wanted to be able to recommend. Some of the, I mean, now that I've seen them all, like, how do I recommend them? How do I talk about them? Well, I think first you should define what you mean by seeing them all. Yeah. But should I, basically, I'm asking you, should I get into it at all? And if I should, what extent? Because I may need to think about it more. But like, I could just recommend think... Dead One for my recommendations. But the thing is, they're like different. Like, I recommend yeah. different ones for different reasons. No, I think you should right now uh-huh. give us a broad overview of what you've done and what you've watched. I've watched the 29 original Toho films. So all everything before the new Toho revival with um, Shin Godzilla. I watched okay. from the original 50s Godzilla up to the one that was before Shin Godzilla from the mid 2000s. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Because I kind of have always loved those films and I never really watched. I wanted to make sure I'd seen them all though. I I honestly didn't know there were that many. <laughs> there's a lot. That's a fucking ton. And it's fun when you get into it because there's this whole world of like there's basically three periods. The Showa era, which goes from the 50s with the first one to the mid 70s with it's oh, the wow. second mega godzilla one then you have the hasai i think you say pronounced era which is the um mid 80s then there's five years and then it's mostly early 90s goes till 95 i believe then there's the millennium series like where the first one godzilla 2000 came out in 99 then there's a handful mm-hmm. um that ended i think 2004 or whatever these are all live action yes fucking hell they're all live action and it's incredible and so there are these all these periods that sort of you know you talk about that's how you break them up 
and it's been fun uh, getting into that whole world and having opinions on all of them now and having my favorites within them. Yeah. Crazy. Um, well, maybe that's a, a foray. Maybe I'll have just set it up that way. Yeah. I don't want to take too much time. How about that's the setup? There's three different Godzilla eras. Let's check up in not in the next episode. Yeah, <laughs> but like maybe in every couple few or whatever. In, in two episodes from now, let's let me try to remember. I'll try to give me that time, and I'll try to think of uh, my favorites within those eras. How about that? Oh yeah, one for each era. Yeah, cool. Cool. But hey, it was fun. I thought maybe as a horror person to another, you and you all listening would appreciate that. That's a and I uh, know I'm a source for that. It was <laughs> the 70s ones, the 60s, 70s ones got to be a bit of a slog, but there's the really? most of them in there. And there's like no real continuity to. Oh, shit. It's kind of repeated formula. Um, <laughs> but hey, man, I had to see him. Because I, 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 there's the new one. I wanted to see them lead up to the new one. Which you did, or have you seen it yet? I saw it. Nice. Yeah, I went and saw IMAX. Ooh, ooh. It was fun. Did you like it? I mean, I'm not going to defend it. That was a good movie by any <laughs> means, but I loved it. Cool. <laughs> Great. I probably, I don't think I was going to anything but love it as yeah. long as it had kaiju fighting each other. <laughs> awesome. Well, for a very different film, we watched Dolly Dearest. Oh. Yeah, that was the 90s, early 90s film alluded to earlier. Now, are you ready to get into it? Should we watch the trailer? Yeah. All right, man. Oh, 1991, man. Dolly <laughs> Dearest. This is the doll your daddy's going to make in Mexico. And this is the factory where we're going to make her and sew her little dresses. Isn't she beautiful? May I have one, Daddy? From the moment they met. I'm going to love her so much. It was a fairy tale come true. Good night, Dolly. Sweet dreams, Dolly. But this is where the fairy tale ends and the nightmare begins. Dolly? It's time to play. It's time to play. It's time to play. That couldn't be more fucking low-hanging fruit. (laughs) (laughs) The lowest of hanging fruit. Well, to go with plenty of other quotes that are equal to that of the dolls, all of which I loved. (laughs) Well, Tim, what do you think? This is your favorite movie of all time? It is. I knew it. All time. I knew it. You would pay $100 for a fucking... Special edition Blu-ray, wouldn't you? You know, I gonna I'm gonna give it a rent it though. I totally would buy it. <laughs> oh my god! At everything, Tim. <laughs> Did it? And I mean, if you include terrible acting within <laughs> that everything, okay, fair. Um, and <laughs> and straight to video quality filmmaking, if you include that and in everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you also include what I think is the only killer evil doll movie to fully like do what you've always wanted with that premise i mean this is it oh my god we'll get into it yeah but like wow very different like name go down the other killer doll movies 
they're different. They aren't quite doing it. Yeah, I guess that you could, that's one way of putting Tim, it. Tim, every time this doll <laughs> spoke, Dolly, mind you, was the doll's name. I was just in heaven. It was like so good. <laughs> it really is your like fucking sweet spot. <laughs> yeah. Like can't, more than tickled with this film. Like, oh Amazing. my God. It, it's just perfect. Like I said, you couldn't make it nowadays either, too. Like it. <laughs> well, this is why I think the new Chucky. Wait, what is that called? Child's Play. Yeah. I think that's good. I think it's going to be shit. With Aubrey Plaza, the new one. Yeah. Because they've been making consistent I know. new ones. I, I haven't need to seen catch up. any of the fucking... I think I've seen one and two and maybe three. I'm waiting to it. marathon them. I actually haven't seen them past Bride of Chucky, the first four. I didn't even see that. I saw it in theaters. Um, Wow. Well, I'm glad you liked it. Oh, man. I loved it. I was thoroughly amused by it me too <laughs> but it is that is not to say that i think you should rent it <laughs> yeah um but it is a laugh i mean it's a pretty fucking solid laugh <laughs> from all the sort of angles you're saying like even the bad shit is funny yeah. and fun so you know if you see it if it's it is like we watched on prime i think right yeah so if you have prime amazon prime it's just fucking watch it it's streamable it's hilarious <laughs> yeah <laughs> you could do worse yeah uh, yeah you definitely could do worse right don't watch annabelle watch this oh my god yeah definitely. you know what i mean please please well can we can we get into it more should we get into what worked well i should set up real quick no we have to summarize this oh shit. right right sorry summarize. but just just to come off the previous episode though like I guess just put it in summary too. In the previous episode, when we watched the trailer or no, we looked at the poster. Once we, I pulled the name from the hat. I'm like, Oh my God, it looks great. Terrible. You know, hyphenated. Mm -hmm. It was exactly that. And then, uh, you said we can argue the merits of this versus Chucky. And I think we can do that this episode. I definitely think we can do that. Okay. So yes. Uh, summary. Okay. Ready? Uh, yeah, are you saying ready me? Or are you, no, I'm going to do it. You, do you have one? Yeah, are you I'm ready to go? I'm okay. going to do it. Okay. Here we go. Mexico. Yep. 91. Yep. <laughs> Archaeological dig. It's a fucking satanic tomb, and the the door gets blown down on the archaeologist. Well, we got the Wade family. You're just saying what, what, what it's about. No, I, I'm, I'm about to. So that's our setup. So then the story is the story of the Wade family that comes in from out of town because Mr. Wade, <laughs> Daddy Wade, Sammy Bottoms, um, has bought a doll factory sight unseen in Mexico. What are you doing? The Dolly Dearest doll factory. And lo and behold, it's a shithole. And it's trash and it's not what he thought he was getting. So they're kind of fucked and they bought a really nice house. So, you know, we'll see what happens with that. But in the back, they discover some fairly nice dolls and he realizes oh maybe this won't be so bad and he gives one of them to his daughter oh and i forgot to mention that when the archaeologist uh gets smushed by the satan door a cartoon um mist? satan demon demon thing comes out and and enters into the dolls yep okay so then he gives that one of the dolls they they all look the same they're all the dolly dearest doll <laughs> The most beautiful doll of all time. 
and uh, she wants one, so she gets one, and then uh, it like essentially sort of tangentially possesses her, mm-hmm. and the family has to deal with their shitty daughter being possessed by the spirit that's inside the doll. So it's a kind it's of sort a of double straight up Satan, right? Or just this no. Demon. So there's this. So there is an actual storyline <laughs> that is very vaguely touched on, but Rip Torn <laughs> explains that this that the Sanzia Satan worshippers oh, okay. of Mexico that were a sect offshoot of I think as a uh, Mayan. That's right. It was offshoot of Mayans that are specifically worshiping Satan, created a hybrid Satan child with a child's body and a goat's head. They entombed it in that (laughs) sacred tomb to keep it from getting loose, I guess. And when the archaeologist broke the seal of the tomb, that entity... So it's, it's it's the demon child Sanzia Satan entity. It's not actually Satan. Got it. It's like Satan's child, I guess. Yeah. That's the entity. Wow. So there you go. Point being, it's... Uh... <laughs> antics ensue. Yes. An antics, antics As you can ensue. imagine, an animated doll. I mean, not pretty animated, animated like, by the but... end. <laughs> yeah, not the, not, not the quite that... Uh, <laughs> not the quite that if they had the budget that Child's Play or its sequels had. <laughs> but, True. But I don't know. I think it's... It, it, it's pretty close to on par to the first Chucky, the animatronic. No, base. that had a lot. You think it had more? This was, yeah, this was way low budget. Compared, I mean, Child's Play was pretty low yeah. budget, but this was more like Child's Play. They were building like full maquette like things and had multiple puppeteers. Oh, no, and... I agree with that. I just mean in terms of the articulation of the face. Oh, how much it's moving around and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah, think yeah. it was close. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, um, that's kind of it, right? So then there, it's the battle of the Wades and, and the <laughs> Satan Sanzia child spirit thing and getting it out of and their again, daughter the, the and mom out of the getting, doll. And, I mean, it's sort of more just them becoming privy to it and then a final fight. Right. It kills, it kills, yeah. it kills, the, the, to put bluntly, the doll kills Mexicans during the movie. <laughs> Leaves the white. This is this is a movie about the doll somehow not killing the white people who are the victims because they have to live to save the day at the end. So true. It's just killing off the dispensable Mexican workers. That's what the film's about. (laughs) (laughs) That's the summary. (laughs) Um, Should we get into what works now? Yeah, let's. Did you notice that this entire movie is just one big push in? Push in? You mean like the, the cam- shots? The camera work is like every fucking scene is just the camera pushing in on somebody. Well, if you want to jump straight into that <laughs> business, Tim, I mean, that was one I can think of one key one, yeah. which was do you remember it was like cross cutting with, I think, the. Um, 
the I guess the the maid woman like Camilla Camilla like cross cutting I think with her death scene no it was with her her finding her body where like they're finding her body and meanwhile <laughs> Denise Crosby from Star Trek the Generation and the mom from Pet Cemetery yep she plays uh, Marilyn Wade. She so it's like out of nowhere, there's this thunder and lightning storm that blows open, breaking the double windowed like back entrance to the life size, you know, dollhouse that the little girl can enter. The little girl, um, Jessica, Jessica, (laughs) Jessica. Um, and so she's Jessica's standing there with this thunder and lightning going, and that's when it does that push in that I'm getting to. It is hilarious that, it, like, up until that point, I mean, the whole movie is like they're trying to emphasize creepiness, I guess, by pushing in. But it really does like come to a head with that. That was all out. Remember it? Yeah. It's like pushing in on everyone. Like she's just standing thing. there with that fucking look in her yeah. eyes. <laughs> you have this that totally <laughs> just like oh, just blue gels, you know, yeah. lightning going on. Just oh man, dude. I mean, this movie sucks, but it is, <laughs> it is it's amazing. pretty fucking hilarious. And like, <laughs> I mean, just the idea, like the idea, I don't even know that somebody, somebody handed somebody this script and that person said, let's do it. I, I love to, that idea. I have to wonder though, it seems so, I hate the word but random, but like the location, like a Mexico factory with this house and a cave. (laughs) I really feel like someone was like, well, I got this, like we can get that. Let's get some cheap house out in Mexico. Like there's this old factory setting. I don't know. Find some whatever nearby caves. Everything about that looked like it was filmed here. Really? To me, yeah. It, I don't know. It looked like Mexico to me. It, that house. It looked like Santa fucking Clarita or some shit. You know, I don't know. Like that, just up the hill. I just, I don't know. The house felt very like <laughs> actual Mexico to me. Maybe. Um, I but just, I wondered if it was just sort of what can we do on the cheap? Let's write a movie around that. I was like, I was feeling backlot vibes the whole time. Hmm. There hmm. was also a couple. Well, I'll get into it later. But, um, you know, for what it is. It's still f- pretty fun. It's a little bit of a slog, but it's pretty fun. Like the cartoon opening red cartoon yeah, fucking mist thing. It's like it's not even a mi- it's really funny cuz it's like moving with like it's like pulsing. Mm-hmm. It's like curling up and pulsing as it like Evil Dead style travels through the fucking from the tomb oh, yeah. to that to the um dollhouse. That, that was great. Or not the dollhouse, but, with but the, the doll the factory. Drawing, yeah, but some but it's so, added. Yeah, I and like it it really amuses me and it's a little outdated for 91. <laughs> yeah. Which makes it kind of strangely like I think not like, just dated but just on the cheaper spectrum. Like obviously definitely. Poltergeist and Ghostbusters were going to have the better version of that effect. Right, but they were, you know, 5 and well, 10 and 5 years respectively. But it's like the, the effects the effect. It's either yeah, yeah. cheap or you're you're doing it <laughs> yeah. or you aren't you're doing it cheaply, you know. But I really liked it. So right off the bat, yeah, I was kind of like, "Ooh, I'm in. I'm into this." Yeah. Um and then we get just the fucking worst acting of all time on the plane. But whatever. It's like <laughs> you know what this movie is right off the God, bat. God, you so. hated that little boy, huh? From the get-go. The brother? Yeah. I want to fucking like like <laughs> I've shoo, 
it's very rare that I want to like, I like have a visceral, like I want to fucking pull your head off of your body. What? But like, I literally, <laughs> you know, like, why did you hate him? I so don't know. I just fucking, cause he sucks. He's such a little <laughs> fuck. And like, he's, he's just so quintessential, this fucking character who li- who exists in real life that is like, you know, a s- fucking smarmy little shit <laughs> who, who fucking like you, you know, his parents are like, hey, listen, don't go over there because it's super fucking dangerous and like you could die. And he's like, no problem. I fucking got this. I'm acting like I'm 25, but I'm 14. But who gives a shit? I'm going to go in there anyway. <laughs> Fuck you, mom and dad, because I could do whatever I get. I'm going to push my glass, my shitty glasses up on my face because I know stuff about Mayans. Fuck you. And I'm just like, you're the worst. You're the worst fucking archetype I just ever. remember it's and like you're the, the worst child actor type. It was just like the introduction scene where the family's on the plane on the way there. And <laughs> you just broke the silence Tim. you're like i hate him <laughs> just well, like, it's you know it's right it was right there right away <laughs> okay i hated his face let's zoom out a bit okay this push so, out let's so, pull out let's pull out let's see if we've just pushed in there we started we had to push in a bit now let's pull back out which this film does not do but we got to do it um so it's funny because people say like oh i like you know, killer doll movies, da, da, da. There really aren't a lot. Like, especially, I maybe be more specific, Vin, evil ventriloquist kind of doll movies. Sure. Or, or doll doll movies, like Little Humans, because you have the puppet masters or more right. kind of little characters. Right. You had Dead Silence was one. Yeah. That's you, a ventriloquist, right? Yeah. You um, had The Boy, which was like a life-size more puppet. More recent one, I didn't yeah. see. I saw it. The it's Annabelle not... movies we mentioned. Well, and then there's like the off, sh- the, 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 what do you call that? The sort of bullshit versions of Annabelle that there's like a whole series called like Mary Bell. Oh, really? Yeah. That, that is just a total ripoff of Annabelle. Huh? I don't think it's Mary Bell, no but it's idea. something like that. But then of course, so on oh, the magic, you know, is the ventriloquist done with Anthony Hopkins I don't know that. So one. that's nice. a good one. That's a good one. But it, that, so that's the more psychological horror angle. Like the whole time we're thinking, is he crazy or is uh, he not? It's oh, not sort cool. of an all out. There's an evil dummy going around. Right. And right. then famously for me too, more in the book form though, TV show too, you could say Goosebumps, yeah, Night I'm... of the Living Dummy, Slappy the Dummy. Okay. Yeah. So that was just, uh, but as far as just sort of saying like when people sort of think it's out there in the world, mm-hmm. how are they picking up on evil dummy things. And then of course famously Chucky. Right. Which child's I, play. Yeah, I mean to me really that's that's I think for the average person, that's the only real yeah. point of reference anybody's so, gonna have. To distinguish though, I think what those are all doing that this one is was a breath of fresh air for me too. <laughs> so and getting at a certain kind of horror, you know. Um Child's play Chucky, it's you it's like a murderer. It's a criminal who's possessing Chucky. That's right. The doll. Yeah, Ch- Charles killer. Lee Ray. Right. So already, even though it's like creepy seeing the little doll going around, it's not like like he's a person, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, so it's never maybe totally tapped into that potential fear that the kind of gen- general overarching premise of evil doll could have for me. 
Um, and then right. magic, I said, you know, is more psychological. Goosebumps went into the realm of like Slappy was just a full on talking personality, wisecracking, you know, mischief maker kind of thing. Okay. Um, and then I don't, I haven't actually seen the Annabelle movies, but I think that's like like another kind of there. It's a possessed doll or something. I'm pretty like sure that. I watched one, the first one, but I don't remember any of it. Anyway, those. Even despite even how the, the how the dolls uh, moving around, it's they're they're very specific the kind of sensibility mm-hmm. of those films. So it's for me not going to totally tap into the sort of eerie potential of again this premise. But this one, Tim, as for as terrible as it is, this like did everything I wanted for <laughs> that I've always wanted. When you say, "Oh yeah, the evil doll movies," like it's <laughs> never have I seen where it felt like. For the first time, the doll was an extension of an essence of doll. Like, yeah, we set up it's some, you know, spin-off Satan mm-hmm. thing going inside of it. But by but by giving life to this doll, it was it was like as if it took to if it entered a um, a dinosaur toy, it would act like a dinosaur. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this acted like how that doll looks and feels it acted like an evil version of that doll it was it was that doll coming to life is what it felt like so it really captured that horror you know it wasn't just it wasn't just charles (laughs) lee ray you know it wasn't like a guy in the body it was like (laughs) dolly as dolly is here is alive right and in even insofar as some of the things that it's saying are almost like the things that it would say if it had one of the drawstring like you know, talking doll yeah, things. It it's talked like, in that level. Oh my God. And just to jump to some, maybe my favorite thing about this movie, which <laughs> you probably already heard is its voice. It's, it was so creepy. It's like, so fucked up. It's like, it's just, Jessica. <laughs> like it haunt my nightmares now, Tim. <laughs> and what it says too, after it kills the house sleeper, the housekeeper, it goes, Jesse, now we can play. You know, and then it is also says time to play. Let's go play. And then um, after it, like, I remember it running up or like climbing up a rope or something, maybe after just killing someone and it going like, <laughs> now this will be real fun. <laughs> and my favorite was when it was the night watchman. Yeah. Like, and she just pops up. Dolly pops up. Because on there's the shelf multiple ones him. at yeah. this point. And Dolly just goes, surprise. And pushes a bunch of empty boxes onto him. <laughs> surprise. <laughs> surprise. Like, incredible, right? <laughs> incredible. And also how it looked, too. Like, by the end, it became even more See, that, kind of demonic looking. I think that's one of the coolest things in this, is that they decided to progressively make it, like, look like the demon. And I will just say, if you've seen The Brood, it kind of looks like that. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that kind of creepy. Little, 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 little doll taking on evil qualities. Yeah. It's um, so funny to like that the way just watching the, what like the fucking little doll hands. <laughs> yeah. Every time it's doing something like they actually made a point to like show the hands articulating and doing things. And it's super so, basic, like the yeah, most ba- like but very done be, on the cause, cheap because it is a doll. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it's sort of like, yeah, no shit. That's what it would look like. But it looked it's so fucking amusing. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I know. I know. This little doll hand reaching out and like. Amusing enough to rent or buy, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then so just to look at sort of the overarching horror of this too, again, <laughs> let's compare it to another film of its same class. Hereditary. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I know. That was a kind of joke, but not really a joke. But the dollhouse thing in Hereditary, this is just to sort of explain sure. it. Where, like, you have um, Tony Collette's making little dollhouses, essentially. It sort of puts you in this place of, like, what is that from a psychological standpoint of, like, to to sort of observe life and all that is and take that perspective of by, by being able to observe a miniature version mm-hmm. of it, have control, being the creator of a miniature version of it. And some things got to me with that. So, like, t- this is the first kind of killer doll film, again, that I've seen that really, it feels like, you know, I'm always talking about the promise of the premise or pursuing potent possibilities. <laughs> yeah. To have a little girl obsessed with the doll playing in her own sort of backyard like Fort Dollhouse, that was really on point for me. Yeah, and, because they could have had a toy dollhouse that she like plays with. Yeah, you know, in her room, but putting her inside an uh, you know a essentially a life sized dollhouse, which is a weird way to put it, but putting the child in the house turns the child more into a doll as well. Or which also, is sort of a cool, weird idea. But it's also turning her into an adult and turning the adults into children. Because it's sort of saying... You just blew, blew my mind open. What? You know what I mean? No. Because like... <laughs> It's how she says how, you know, when someone's like playing house, a little kid. Yeah. It's like they they're playing adult in a way. Sure. Right. So so you have her like when she gets really mad and at the at the one of the parents for like barging in there or whatever or not knocking. And she's like they get in the argument and she's like, this is our house. Right, Dolly right. doesn't like it. Da, 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 da. That's. It's it's similar like it, it just puts the sort of mirror up for me sure. of being like these parents think like oh silly little kid you know this is but this is and this is our house here that we own because mm-hmm. it is our property it's always playing house it doesn't matter you <laughs> yeah, know what I yeah, mean yeah, like yeah. we don't in a certain <laughs> perspective we don't own things right you know what I mean it's so it's just sort of it's just sort of does that horror movie thing of. Like I get into a lot of where does one thing start? Where does one, where does something end Yeah, as a sort of like our perspective that shifted that it's very uncomfortable for us to sort of challenge this idea of like, Oh, her basically saying like that, the, the little girl's position of this is her, is her little dinner date she has with the doll. Is that really any less important than, you know, the parents in their situation having dinner and as I said, an actual dinner, you know, it's like just as real and important to her in that moment that that is her space. That is their tea time, whatever it may be. It's sort of this idea of like, where we like to say children are, ah, ha ha, cute little kids, but remember being a kid. It's not like, no, don't disrespect me. This Mm -hmm. is, this is my life. This is my reality. Well, and there's a, I think that some of the fundamental uh, things that are working to make it unsettling and and creepy and and potentially scary are broader ideas. It's like a kid 
generally from an adult's point of view, you know, doesn't have agency. You know, they're sort of just innocent and and they're receiving orders from the authority. And and they should and they should follow those rules because you're that's your job as a parent to sort of guide them and keep them protect safe them, and yeah. protect them. And this is working on a level of like what happens when the kid starts to sort of dismiss your yeah, control and take its own agency or even worse, the idea of an outside, an outsider's voice is manipulating that kid to have agency that is in direct conflict with you, mm-hmm. the authority. And so there's this weird kind of like, well, shit, you know, like I'm supposed to be protecting this kid, but now this kid thinks it knows best. Yep. And it and you don't know where that idea is coming from. I mean, in a weird, even broader way, it's like, it's, I, well, I'm not a parent, so what the fuck do I know? But I think when your kid starts to get older and actually starts to have its own mind and and make decisions and like go off on its own that's hard to let go of the control of it now in this obviously the girls jessica's like what five i don't know eight something like somewhere that. in there i don't know um but like there are moments when she's flipping out and like <laughs> yeah and it's it's actually pretty fucking good performance. Like yeah. in the car when she starts screaming, it's unsettling. Like yeah. it's like and again, from a parent's point of view and or just a human's point of view, a little kid flipping and screaming like they are dying is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Like I think it just hits most of us in this sort of like make it stop or help them like or kind of like that scene shit. in the omen when they're going to the church and all the monkeys are flipping out. Yeah. The kid does not want to be going to that church. Yeah. Um so I think that stuff that all you know even just on a sort of baseline fundamental level it it is working. It's it's cool ideas. <laughs> yeah. Regardless of the sort of bullshitty like cheap execution of a lot of things there's still good stuff yeah within that aside from i think the ending which we'll get into i yeah. actually think it was pretty good uh maybe not script down to the letter but just generally the plotting and the yeah. story and like what i talked about like the all these different elements at play mm-hmm. like okay yeah this would happen at a doll factory yeah they have the dollhouse in back it's a little girl it's named doll i don't know it's just like fully doing this premise <laughs> yeah. in a way does not seem before as well and again it's sort of in the hand in certain hands this could be quite a a fucked up movie yeah you know it just so happened that this version of it is in the hands of i don't know i didn't even even look at who the director was um doesn't matter yeah so it's you know it just was sort of in its own it's in a specific lane where if you you know the guy from hereditary did this it would it would be fucking horrifying yeah like i'd like to see that i know see that's what's fun to still though you can if you can just tap into these films in the way that like how you were when you were a kid watching these films and just took everything at face value which i kind of i guess was able to do just like enjoy it for what it is you can see that's partly why i enjoyed it so much yeah um another deaths too yeah i really i mean the deaths are hilarious um so the first one is the the um archaeologist the door slamming down on and like 
I don't know about you, but the second he was standing in front of the door and like chiseling away at it or whatever, I was like, he's just, it's just gonna he's just gonna get squished, yeah. right? And then of course he does. But the but they kind of take it just far enough. It's not just like a big door fell on him. They actually have the edge of the top of the door squish his face. <laughs> like it it <laughs> it explodes his head. Right. And it's not graphically there, but it's there. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> Next I was like, oh, yeah. The housekeeper, right? Yeah. Which is a whole fight. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's getting stabbed right. and fucking like oh, pulling a knife getting... out of her shoulder. She and... was the one who gets like um, the hand messed up in the sewing machine, no, right? No, oh, that's, that's, later. that's Luis. That's oh, the... she got stabbed she got in like stabbed the, the, shoulder the shoulder and I think the leg too. That was, oh my God, Tim. Yeah. That, like... And then she pulls it out. She right. pulls it fucking out. Rent this oh, movie just, like, just the for the... Out. Rent this movie just for the shot when the doll stabs her, like in the neck. Is just, you know, just yeah. just so swift. This little doll stabbing her in the neck. It was incredible. Oh my god! But then it is pretty fucked up. She gets pushed into this. I guess it's sort of the well. It's like yeah, an underground, uh, the basement well. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's a name for that. And then Dolly. It's like the one in uh, kind of Satan Slaves. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's sort of like the sump pump fucking well area mm-hmm. whatever um but she falls in there and then dolly throws some fucking electrical lights in there and she you know good on this this older actress because she really f- like did the the i'm being electrocuted in water she, she sold really it flailed oh man <laughs> she sold it Yep. meanwhile That's, that... dolly's watching on in glee yep it was so funny how the, all this started with just like we had at the beginning I, if we're, if I'm including, I think when maybe if they're going over the deaths, just want to include in the progress and talking about already the dollies doing this and stabbing this. It's funny just to check up on what's the progression of how much it's moving or how much oh, is being shown. My favorite, my favorite part of the whole movie was that just the beginning. The fucking it, she gets put in the rocking chair. Yeah. So, oh, Tim was like, so it was great. So it was towards the beginning <laughs> when it's like, um. You think, okay, is the doll going to move? Or it just seemed like that classic moment where it's going to be like, okay, is the doll going to move or probably not kind of thing. Tim was screaming like, move, move. Or where you see, look go, at her. I go, turn your head. Yeah, turn, turn your head. <laughs> turn your head. And then it does. And then Dolly does. In the most perfect slow head turn. <laughs> yeah, with the eyes kind of finishing ah. the look. Oh, and then there was the, my second favorite moment, which is... <laughs> Denise Crosby, who we love, going into the, I think it's the kitchen, and Dolly is on the chair. Yeah. And they pan, as Denise walks through, sort of across the room, they pan with Denise, and then she walks back, and they pan back, and Dolly's gone. And I was like, classic fucking doll horror movie moment. It's always this thing of like... (laughs) See it someplace, move the camera, come back, and it's gone. That's what, see... I love that shit. It's so it's when dumb. You, I think that's what got me thinking when you kept saying, it's just, I love it, it's so dumb, exactly. But <laughs> when you said classic, that's what I was trying to think. I'm like, but, but what <laughs> what made this classic? Like, I can't think of what those films are. I don't know. It's this. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. It's like child's play in this. Like, really? Like, why do we feel like we've seen this a hundred times before when I can't even think of one film aside from this that is actually doing it? That's an interesting point. I mean, I think there are sort of versions of these tropes without it necessarily being a doll. Yeah. 
I mean, because it happens in Paranormal Activity 3, remember? Yeah. Like, they they specifically use the panning back and forth. The clown and poltergeist being gone on the yeah, chair. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, it's out there. But yeah, just, to, yeah, you know what I mean. I do. So we finished getting through the desk. Then the last one, right, is the... Um, the Night Watchman. The Night yeah. Watchman. Luis. Who, that's... That's the hand. The hand, that's a good gag, but it's, oh, yeah. it's a little... It's a little not like how it would go. I mean, really? Did that take you out of the film, Tim? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it kind of did. I was like, I've seen a sewing machine. Surprise! I'm pretty sure you could that just was, move that, your hand. That was this I love, death. I lo- <laughs> Surprise! I love, though, that like they they really followed through on the gag. Mm-hmm. You know, like his hand's getting caught in there and like the sewing machine's like chopping it up. <laughs> and then he finally pulls it out and his hand has been sewn. Oh, yeah! <laughs> like, that's awesome. So at this point, are there multiple dollies attacking him? Or yeah, I think there are the... three Okay, at that point. This is a creepy looking dolly, Tim. I love that they're all like, it's the most beautiful doll. It's right, gonna he was, be the he greatest was flirting doll. with it. Oh my god, yes, Luis. Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> that whole moment was very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very uncomfortable. It's actually that moment is in my things that didn't work. Not the moment, but sort of a broader idea <laughs> around that. But yeah, it he he like I mean, in my memory, which has now been skewed of it, <laughs> like I picture him being like rubbing his nipples at it. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like it has that feel. He didn't actually do that, but that's the feel where he's like, hey, he's hey like, baby. Oh mm, man, yeah. I'm getting lonely. Hey, what did he say? I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> and then how did his how did his death moment play out? Uh oh shit. He has a heart attack. But oh, yeah. it it is very strange because his they like did some sort of prosthetic thing in his chest, like his shirt falls open, and his chest physically starts to like bulge. Oh right! And I thought I was like, wait a minute, did fucking oh, yeah. Dolly like get inside get in him? him and is gonna burst out? Because uh, let me tell that you, that was what, so Ryan, weird. If that had happened, <laughs> yeah, this would be a double buy. <laughs> if Dolly had burst out if of him. Dolly had made her way in to his butthole <laughs> and burst out of him. Yeah. This would be on my shelf. Next to possession. So close, people. So close. So close. <laughs> no, because really that was so odd. What was that bulging? I don't fucking know, man. It was I was it was super weird. It looked like the chest burster was coming out yeah. from under there. It mean no and sense. And then later like they say they're like, Oh yeah, you had a heart attack. I'm pretty sure I mean Correct me. I've never had a heart attack, so I don't actually know. But I don't think <laughs> that your chest bulges when you have a heart attack. No. <laughs> that but you know what I still gotta say, this is what worked. That all worked. Just the it, it did work. It adds to the experience <laughs> of what this film is. This sort of like, what? what? Like, yeah, huh? it was so fucking like, weird. This That not being able to quite predict what's going to happen <laughs> next is why I love these films, is seeing what they're coming up with. Including, I loved the ending. Once we finally get the mom, Denise Crosby, on board to the situation. So this is actually where I liked... I oh, liked her... oh, you mean that part of the ending? Yeah, the way ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. So this is where... <laughs> 
for for a character, her character in this case, actually took on a character. Right. For the first time in the movie, which was when she kicked into like go mode. Like, I'm going to go save my daughter mode. Yeah. But I got to say in the same like way where it was it was so funny, like how she her solution to saving her daughter who now the doll has told her basically like she's in here with me or with us right. or whatever that was. So you, we think, Oh, is it going to be like in poltergeist, you know, they have to, it's, they have to get an expert and do this whole thing of like going through dimensions and grabbing her and putting a rope through there. But Denise's Crosby's solutions. She didn't give any of that thought. She didn't think <laughs> she didn't stop to think of maybe she was going to be harming her daughter somehow in her solution. Her solution is to get the shotgun from the wall and shoot it. Yeah. That's how she's going to save her daughter. And Tim brute force. It worked brute force. <laughs> She solves her problem with brute force. She says, I'm going to go get my daughter back. She shoots the dolly, saves the day somehow. They, oh, and then, and then, no, but the brute force, you think that I was cracking up at that enough, Tim? Then they all go get dynamite to Dude, like blow I mean, this up is the where house it, in the factory. If the movie could go off the rails, yeah. like if it wasn't already off the rails, the dynamiting the fucking factory scene, I was like, even <laughs> what are you doing? I, what's your plan? Yeah, <laughs> blow it all. The fuck, they're this just is like the plan. Denise stuff Crosby. a bunch of fucking dynamite in your shirt, right? And run in there and just throw it around, <laughs> ho- hoping that a you happen to get some of the dolls, and b you don't get blown up yeah. yourself. Like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, there's one. Throw it. Yeah. Like, what are you? Yeah, exactly. And then the, and then Dolly goes around. I, I mean, I love this. I love their stupidity yeah. of throwing the fucking dynamite Me too. around. And then, the, and then Dolly, like the multiple dollies, just go around and pick it up and like extinguish the fucking dynamite. <laughs> right? Like three or four of them. And then one of them doesn't do it fast enough and blows up. But it's just like... What it's the just, fuck? Oh, I love how they're like on. all just going off of Denise Crosby and they're just, oh yeah, great idea. <laughs> you know, just use brute force, save the day. Oh my but God. then the fact it's like jokes on us because it works. I guess. I mean, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Oh it, did it? I bet you they left a lot of room for a sequel. Um, I don't know. They, they It just ends with the factory just burning up. There's no little tease. Is like there a little laugh, alive. a dolly laugh at the end? I yeah, can't no, there's a, a scream like they're being killed. Okay. But I don't think there's any like, oh. Oh, man. Well, let me see. I think Standalone that, universe, I this think film. that's pretty much it for me. Yeah. Uh, blah, 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 me too. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, oh, oh. The, oh. the only other thing I have is um, it's just they did do, they made good use or as much as I guess they could have, but... They, they could have done this more, but doll parts are implicitly weird and creepy. And they, they probably could have done more with it. Little creepy they, hands. Little hands, little arms, little feet, little fucking doll heads. And there are some scenes like when Sammy Bottoms, the dad, goes down into the basement and finds Camilla. Um, he runs into some shelves and like a bunch of small doll heads, not um dolly sized heads but smaller ones fall and they're all like kind of old and dusty and oh whatever. yeah and those are just creepy especially if they don't have eyes in them and there is this there is the scene of the eyeball rolling across the floor 
I think it's at Camilla. I can't remember now. Um, that that shit's great. More of that. Like, more doll parts. Yep. They're fucking weird and creepy. Uh, so what are you saying worked for you? That they were there. Yeah. I wish they had had more of it but it was good it was i was glad that it existed got it because when he first walked into the factory and there was barely anything there i was like oh well that sucks because that shit's creepy as fuck yeah but then you know it's sort of there right um is there anything else i have nope all right okay what did not work it's not ready yet seems to work okay no something important's missing I gotta do this, Tim. But also, (laughs) what also didn't work for me? No, solving it with brute force. A hundred percent. Like that to me is the like. What the fuck? It's like you. There's such build up to. Oh, that this is finally where it's sort of all gonna come to a head. It's not a solution either. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Like. You are dealing with Satan Spawn, the spirit of Satan Spawn, and your solution is dynamite? Like, you're not even dynamiting the tomb. And just to Dynamite re- the tomb. Like, just, get the thing back in there and then dynamite it. That, that's a solution. Just to reiterate what we said still holds true. All this also worked for me. This is something, <laughs> yeah. this is something I do in this show is I end the what worked section and then start the what did not work with the exact same thing. I'm doing that yeah, intentionally. It's your thing. Yeah, so just 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 to I'm clarify with, with I'm with you. It's weird that it's like that's all they had to do to get her out. You're right. Like it would be, it would have been a plan to be like, oh, we have to blow up the 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 cave because that's where the evil is. Lure it in, like it, like just baseline it. <laughs> Treat the bad thing like a fucking animal, mm-hmm. right? You lure it in to a place that it can get trapped and you have a plant like that's a natural plant. I mean, that's a standard third act. (laughs) There's literally get it into a thing. It was just fight it. Yeah. And it's yeah. I mean, it was just the cheapest fucking nothing solution. (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) Uh, It pisses me off. Um, So and then I also mentioned, you know, kind of do the same. She was great when she but that seems true to a character that I'll give it that. Denise Crosby's character, like just going straight for the gun. Like, okay, this is who <laughs> yeah. this is, is the brute first person. I wish her character had been more like the person in um, Dead and Buried who I compared to the cop from Stranger Things. I think Denise Crosby sort of is that type and plays that type yeah, well yeah, yeah, yeah. of just the sort of just keeps swimming forward, you know, right. kind of hard headed, moves forward, figures but, it out as they go along by the seat of their pants. But this, but, this... No, but what I was going to say didn't work is that they were all boring. There was so nothing. The, the, None of them actually really had character throughout. But they are also here's this such an inherent problem and sort of a sign of the times. You have a actor in Denise Crosby whose type is exactly what you're saying. Like that's what she's really fucking good at. That's how Tasha Yar went out. She was too aggressive. Right. So you've completely undercut it by having you. She, they they continuously take the fucking like thunder out of her hands. Like, they literally take the shotgun out of her hands and have the fucking shittiest son on the planet <laughs> blow the doll away and and say, play with this bitch. <laughs> yep. Like, calls the doll a bitch. So, it sort of, like, 
leads me to th- just step back for a second and think about the men in the movie. They're they're fucking worthless. <laughs> they're all pieces of shit. They're, they suck. The dad is just a dipshit. Yep. He sight unseen buying a factory in Mexico is is maybe one of the most idiotic business <laughs> fucking moves you could make, right? So idiosyncratic too. Like what? Right. Like what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> And then he kind of is just weirdly dismissive of like, even like his daughter is flipping the fuck out and he's just kind of like, oh, it's okay, honey. Mm-hmm. And then Denise Crosby is like, no, she's flipping the fuck out. And he's like, calm down. Mm-hmm. He sucks. The son sucks. I don't need to reiterate. Rip Torn is like a nothing burger of a character. <laughs> and also the fucking accent He's suppo- first of all, don't cast a white dude as a fucking Mexican dude. It's it's 91 and you're still like, I'm Remember. sure there's even f- more examples of that post 91. But holy fuck. Absolutely not defending it, but it's totally par for the course. When again, what it else is. didn't work? Your only characters who died were Mexican characters. It, I'm, exactly. I, dude, I'm. Ugh. It was I mean, yeah. his accent is. He's a. He's been around for a fucking long time. Mm-hmm. And he, it's, he's not even trying. You were like, is it Scottish? It's, it it goes into fucking like 10 different things, like per sentence. <laughs> Sometimes he just drops it all together. <laughs> right. I mean, it's just a fucking joke, dude. It's like. Rip torn. What are you doing? <laughs> Who? I, I mean, I guess you get Rip Torn because of some sort of name recognition. It helps your movie. So some, so maybe then you feel like as a director, you can't be like, hey, you're not doing this well. Mm-hmm. S- try harder. But obviously nobody told him that <laughs> because I, I, couldn't, I couldn't even begin to imitate it. So I'm going to find a fucking clip of it and I'm going to have Ryan slip it in right now. And just remember, he's supposed to be from Mexico. Son, the sign up there says no passe. It means this entire area is off limits. So please take a hike. I appreciate your fondness for exploration, but we'll both just have to wait to see what's inside the crypt. These creatures are beautiful, very haunting. If his theory is correct, this excavation will answer many questions about a bizarre tribe of people called the Sanzia. Arrest my case. It's a joke. <laughs> it's unacceptable. I know. You're getting paid. So fuck. I mean, maybe it's, you didn't get paid a lot, but you're getting paid. It's incredible, though, that it exists in this, like, in any movie. <laughs> it's a. It's so fucking offensive. Yeah. It's so offensive. So all of the men, and 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 then back to what I was going to say about Luis and Luis's death. That whole thing of him flirting with the doll. It's like, what are you? Who thought that that was a fucking good decision? Right. Like, uh, it it just it sucks. Ironically, maybe it's just coincidental. This was written and directed by a woman. Interesting. Yeah. So I don't even know what to take away from that. Part of me feels like the nature of the movie. She's probably just trying to make a movie she, just based it, on all the movies around her. And also, I I would venture to guess that the the powers that be, the producers and whoever was funding or whatever, had a lot more fucking mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. Because I think if you if you take this movie and you let 
a creator just do their thing with it. You, It's not this movie. It just didn't have any kind of unique stamp on it. This was right. a very sort of safe paint, execution. Paint by numbers on a lot of... Paint by know. 1991 numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like paint Rip Torn's face browner. <laughs> yep. So I was like, did they give up. him eyeliner or shadow or whatever? Like, Yeah. <laughs> what? Dude. <laughs> so yeah, that, to say the least, did not work for me. And I mean, to be honest, that's kind of it because everything else is kind of fun and goofy and whatever. Yeah. Like those bigger, broader things are just for me. I was just like, fuck you guys. Right. Ditto. Bummer. Okay. (laughs) Things of note. Sure. Things of note. (laughs) This should be interesting. Okay. Well, I mean, I thought it was interesting. It was originally, I mean, totally makes sense. This was originally just supposed to be a direct-to-video film. Shocking. (laughs) (laughs) But what I thought was interesting, and this was just sort of put in that vague Wikipedia way as it does sometimes, but it did get a limited theatrical release Mm. in the Midwestern United States. (laughs) You mean where people are cool with brown face? (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Fuck. I mean, in 1991, they were. <laughs> and then the only other thing I wanted to mention was this kind of what we already did, where I was reading a review of it, where it said, aside from a handful of fun moments, there's nothing much here to separate it from the lineup of child's play clones it dwells upon. And I'm like, what? What are those? Like, we try to name some. I looked at Killer Doll List. None of them are actually sort of that kind of doll. You know, like, right. there's toys and stuff, but... Yeah. I don't know, just thought that was interesting. I think Child's Play just was so impactful in that. I mean, people were we we could we should probably do some sort of Child's Play thing. I don't know if it means watch the original or watch one of the sequels. I mean, I'd love to watch one. the newest one, Cult yeah. of Chucky, I think it was. The one where the original director comes back. Yeah, oh, yeah, I remember hearing about that. So, I I don't know, but I think that pe- it really f- it had a fucking big impact. But it's just one of those effects like I brought up earlier it's just so interesting to me, yet there aren't, like like this person believes, tons of child's play clones out there, you know, at least <laughs> to our to our working knowledge or even yeah. with a little sort of searching on Google. Just how it is one of those things, like you say, like, oh, classic, you know, it's, yeah. it's yeah, sort of all exists in our mind's eye <gasps> more. Maybe this is like a Mandela effect thing mm-hmm. where we all think that they're like, we like, we're living in a new fucking timeline mm-hmm. and like post Kazam and Shazam. Yeah. Or whenever the, th- the, the fucking timeline split, there were a bunch of them. Yeah. Or wait, we're remembering the time that there weren't, but the other timeline there. No, that doesn't work. Yeah. Fuck. I don't know. Anyway, it's the Mandela effect. That's what I've decided. That's there's one thing here that. <laughs> In the, in the Wikipedia, the last thing it says, I just glance at it and I saw the words Dolly Dearest 2 and I got very excited. Oh my God. But I, mis- I misread it. It just says somebody gave Dolly Dearest two and a half out of five stars. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, come on. Well, maybe we can uh, revive it. <laughs> Unlikely. Oh yeah, I can't get those rights to... <laughs> Reboot Dolly Dearest. I can't believe it. They rebooted the classic Dolly Dearest. 
you know, we never really talk about this because I don't know, like maybe take it for what it's worth. Um, but it got a audience score of 34% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that really means. No. Well, great. That was great. That was fun. Yeah. Fucking Dolly Dearest. That movie sucks. I loved it. I know. I'm fine with that. Anything else for things of note? Um, Unrelated to Dolly Dearest. But when I was listening back to um, Possession and talking about how I would put it on my shelf, and then I was watching Poltergeist the other day, and I had this... I guess it's a realization, but it dawned on me that there's a very specific uh, era of horror films that all have my favorite horror films. There's a specific... Oh, okay, I understand what you mean. In other words, all of the the what I consider to be the best horror films fall between 1973 and 1982. Oh, yeah? So that would end with Poltergeist is 82, right? Yeah. And starting with The Exorcist is 73, right? Yeah. So there is a caveat to this because Evil Dead... One is 81, and it's not my favorite. I, I, I prefer Evil Dead 2. But you don't get Evil Dead 2 without Evil Dead 1. It's essentially a remake in, a, wi- in a way. I love Evil Dead 1. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. No, that's what I'm saying. But if yeah. I had to choose between the two, so that's sort of my like asterisk to that. But ironically, Evil Dead 2 came out the same year of one of the my new favorites that we watched, which is opera. Oh, yeah. So, there's this, so 87 is sort of maybe my tangent year oh yeah good stuff but so those movies are exorcist in order uh chronological order exorcist jaws alien shining possession and poltergeist the golden age fucking a man let's do those um okay so the last thing (laughs) the last thing i want to talk about was how did this even come up we were sitting there and you did you say you made a doll movie (laughs) How how did it start right um, or we, did I just ask it, you? It was about a double other... screening that night, right? I asked you about other movies. You no, had seen? we were talking about we're going to have an upcoming guest on our show, and we had just watched this doll movie. So those oh, two things combined, right? right we're talking right, about right. Peter, and I said, "Oh, actually, I, you know, speaking, of, we just watched a killer doll movie, and Peter, <laughs> Peter starred in a killer doll movie I made in college." And I, in, I was like, "Oh my god, please, can we watch that right now? Like, can, it doesn't <laughs> exist, and it does." I'm like, "It's terrible, but okay." Fuck, listen. I hope you made it this far into this episode because this is important. (laughs) The movie is called Drew Todd. It's spelled D-R-O-O, separate word, T-A-W-D. Yeah. It's on YouTube. (laughs) It is a million times better than Dolly Dearest. (laughs) And only the seven and a half minutes. And yeah, it's exactly... It's so fucking good. It's so good. It to me, honestly, it's doing all the things that Dolly Dearest like kind of tries or wants to do, but actually has a fucking arc <laughs> and like a fucking ending. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and it's hilariously good. Awesome. You have to watch. You have to watch it. Well, you could see what I maybe then what I meant when I, I was saying this- like how there's no like ultimate kill like what i would see as being an ideal killer doll movie out there so when we had this assignment in college it was the narrative project for this one class 
it was like, well, I don't know what to make. So I'll just make something that I'd have fun doing. I'll just make a killer doll movie. And I'm like, well, I feel like I haven't necessarily just, you know, it seems so typical and done and familiar, but I can't really think of, I don't know. It was just my take on doing that. It's so good. You should fucking put that into a film festivals or something like that I like mean, a horror film festival no but it's so it's Who so cares? amateur and bad no, no 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 you have to understand that all of that is working for it okay because of like where it sits it makes it fucking better and creepier and weirder and like like it's just better for it okay because if you did if you did a glossy sort of like stylized version of that Mm-hmm. Actually, if you did a glossy stylized version of it, it would also be good. But like the like high rent version of that <laughs> that somebody else tries to do will not be as good as the version that you made on that's on YouTube. So you have please go watch this. Awesome. It's so fucking fucking good and funny <gasps> and like just sits in that nice place of like it's super amusing it's got stupidity to it. Yeah. But like the kind of the best kind of stupidity, <laughs> there's a singing scene. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it really fucking tickled me. With the ice cubes is what I thought. I just was watching your reaction. Like, what is he making of all this? So good. It's Great. like the perfect student film. <laughs> Great. People enjoyed it. It was funny. Like, yeah. It was fun showing it in front of uh, college audiences. It also fucking Black Mirror. So, like, it, like it's got, it's twisty. Oh. You know, like, so fucking, that's awesome. <laughs> awesome. That's what I mean. Like, it has a fucking story. Yeah. Great. Like, it's not just, hey, you know what would be cool is, like, Satan possessed some dolls. <laughs> and then, uh, what's what's the third act? Um, d- Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> great i'm in here's two million dollars what right. fuck you <laughs> <laughs> great cool dude. great thanks tim you're welcome um okay okay well we can wrap up our doll segment of the show <laughs> and move on to recommendations oh yeah what was i gonna recommend Ed? oh yeah i remember i can't answer it's that called right. canal Canal. It's just one of these movies that I, I, you know, was streaming at some point and I, uh, you know, I like look at, you know, what's new on streaming and it looked good and interesting enough to start. And then it was fucking really good. Cool. It's. You do that, huh? You kind of will start watching something. Yeah, yeah. Decide. I do that a lot. I've started doing that more. Um, I it's a murder mystery, so like, but it has got some really good, creepy environment stuff. Like, there's a physical canal that runs through town, and it sort of revolves around that. But Wait, the, sorry, so horror movie? It's a horror movie. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's yeah. It's sort of murder suspense horror. Um. But yeah, I really liked it. I want to recommend. It's creepy as fuck. I think this might be the first film I watched after. Oh my Godzilla-ing. But it was one that I wanted to see from 2018 was getting some buzz. Korean movie called Burning. Hmm. Have you heard of it? I don't it was think on so. a lot of top lists of the year and stuff. Uh, well, this year? Uh, 18. You said like 18. the list we were reading this oh, year about, cool. you know, years best last year. 
Um, I thought it was great. It was that exact kind of film that I'm a sucker for where the it, it presents characters in a realistic manner, like actually, I think, and um, lets you sort of soak in and observe the psychology of the sort of the character interaction in a way that feels like realistic and not pandering, hmm. you know, and not sort of baseline how people are operating, but okay, this is actually how people are operating with each other. You know, just one of those like good grounded. Movies. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Cool. Actually thoughtful. And, um, you said it's Korean. Yeah. Korean subtitled. Mm-hmm. Cool. And, um, I don't want to give away, what happens or where it goes, but it was cool really getting uh, caught up in this romance that was going on too. And uh, yeah, I think, you know, one of the better films from last year, Burning. Sweet. Watch it, Tim. I think you'll appreciate it. Okay, I got to remind myself to watch that. Yeah, have, have a double, a Korean string. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I should. I Saw the Devil, That's which right. have you seen that yet, Tim? No. All right. That was the portion of the show where I see if Tim's watched I Saw the Devil yet. <laughs> Watch that. Watch oh, Burning. You'll like both. I will. I, I promise I will at some point. All right. Well, time to, to go for the hat for next episode. Okay. I'm reaching for the hat. Oh, oh, what? What's that noise? <laughs> it's our skull bell, Tim. Our huh? skull bike bell. What? Do you know what that means? Do you remember from last time I, the skull I, bike bell rang? What that meant? I'm having a vague memory. Well, it meant, Tim, that we were going to the theaters to see a new film. <gasps> so that is going to be next week. So we're going to go How to an advanced screening of, of The Dead Don't Die. I've heard of it. Mm-hmm. I've heard of the director. Jim Jarmusch. Jimmy Jim Jam. Starring Jimmy, Bill Jimmy Murray, Jim, Tilda Swinton, uh, uh, face guy, Adam, <laughs> but the what? Adam Driver. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> um, all sorts of folk. So... Um, yeah, the the if I remember right, the poster says something like the greatest the, zombie like, cast. Yeah, zombie cast. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll be the judge of that. Mm, yeah, I mean, yeah, and uh, cast. Yeah, I think it should be out when this episode's released. So uh, hopefully you've seen it and you can uh, mm. see what we thought of it. That sounds fun. Yes, I yes. hope it's the greatest time we ever have. <laughs> Me too. Almost as much fun as. Uh, what was the last Us one? Us was fine. Us was the last and then, theater I mean, we saw? The one that I just always think of is when we went and saw, what, Conjuring 8 or <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Conjuring 8. It was fucking la Insidious, the last key. <laughs> right. It's insidious 4. Insidious 4. That was four. early. Yeah, that was early Holy the beginning shit. of our, our run here. <laughs> oh, yeah, my God. Some good movies coming up. I mean, I'm excited to see. Uh, we're going to definitely see and soak in. Talking, you know, <laughs> mentioning Hereditary earlier, we'll see Ari Asti's new film. Hell yeah. I just saw... Midsommar. Um, and then Robert Eggers of The Witch, his new film, The Lighthouse. Those are the big ones I'm excited yes, for. Yes, definitely. I saw Jordan Peele tweeting about um, Midsommar. Really? Saying that it's the greatest third act or something like Hype! that. Hype! Hype! Yeah. So that's cool. Cool. Well, in the meantime, or in the next time, or in the past time, you can find us at dismemberinghorror.com. That's right. You can find us on Instagram at dismemberinghorror and on Gmail at dismemberinghorror.com. Let us know a film you want us to talk or about. Dismemberinghorror at gmail.com. Yeah, That's tell, what I meant. tell us a film you want to hear us dismember. Please do. Mm -hmm. Let Please us know. Please. Via the do. email, via the Twitter, we said, via the Instagram, we said. Yep. Um. 
you can tweet at me. Nobody tweets at me. Tweet at me. I'm lonely. <laughs> His face did just express that. Please. So if you saw it, you would want to tweet at him. <laughs> I'm at Tim Aslan, yeah. All right, I keep almost sneezing this episode. Our Instagram's fun, though. I, I, I custom pick stills from the films we watch. Yeah. Post them on our release day. You should check out the one that we did for one of our uh, recent favorite movies, Possession, that had some good oh, so stills good. for so, it. So good. And every um, once in a while, we'll slide something extra in there. Yeah, exactly. We never know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Maybe we should... Did we take a picture of the bell? Did you put a bell picture on there? No. Let's you, do that. Yeah, let's so do you, it. You have, a, you have a point of reference of what the bell looks like. It's pretty cool. Yep. Warning to other road users. Skull bike bell. <laughs> we need to mount that here somewhere. Yeah. Fun. You can do it right there. Yeah. Cool. Great. Well, um, in the meantime, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks Good. for listening. Yep. And we will see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Or Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>